Shine Runners. Welcome to the Shine Runner Show, quenching your marketing, distribution, sales, and experiential event thirst for more horsepower on the craft beer, cider, spirits, and winery industry. My name is Mark Colburn, and I'll be your crew chief. Today's episode, Fighting Rotation Nation. Our program's goal is to provide you with an overview of marketing, distribution, sales, and experiential event learnings and experiences from a guy who's been in the craft beer, spirits, and cider biz for 25 years. The objective of this program will be to help you better understand marketing's role, priority, and importance in the marketplace and how it can benefit your business model. Please send Shine Runner episode questions or comments to shinerunner at thebrewingnetwork.com. So let's do a little recap from episode number 19, preparing for your ABP or annual business plan meeting. That was an important one. So a couple of things to remember. Um, book your ABP in early November so that you can digest and promote your October incentive results. Recall that I strongly recommended a big and creative Halloween incentive. Make it super spooky. This will put you into fourth quarter overdrive and build momentum into the new year. Book that meeting early. Be first in the door. Bring lots of hot coffee, cold samples, and start with small talk. Make an agenda and stick to it. Get there early so that you can set up and try to differentiate from all the other suppliers your wholesaler will be seeing in the next two months. They will see dozens if not hundreds. Review lessons learned from the prior year. And don't forget, give attaboys where earned. I also suggest not going overboard with numbers such as IRI and Nielsen. Make a scorecard. And don't forget to discuss a penetration strategy for key non-buy accounts. Don't forget also to see some local accounts before this meeting and sprinkle buyer comments throughout the presentation. This will be huge for you. Roll into Q1 with only your best and most likely to succeed items. Don't overburden the wholesaler with dozens of SKUs in the hope that a few will stick. You'll lose credibility with the distributor and experience diminished effort on your brand. Trust me, I've been there. Also, introduce your quarter one incentive supported by pricing, crew drive, ride with appointments, uh, POS or point of sale drive, and special event participation plan. Be sure the incentive passes the funkifies and mocha tests. Remember to rehearse the presentation with your entire team. Do this several times. Everyone must know when they're responsible to present. Try to mix it up as one talking head becomes monotonous and uninteresting. As your team goes around the room presenting, add voice inflection and humor to break up the meeting, maintain interest, and stimulate flow. So let's get to today's topic, fighting rotation nation. So this is a tough one. So today's episode deals with on-premise or on-trade accounts that just want to feature what's new and are constantly rotating their draft handles on a monthly or even weekly basis. 
This is a very difficult road to grow brands on and to achieve consumer loyalty. As accounts adopt a merry-go-round draft handle strategy, there are hidden cost implications throughout the channel. For instance, if you, the brewer, cidery, distillery, kombuchery, or winery, pay out on a draft incentive, and this can be as high as 200 to even $250 per handle, you won't make profit off the sale if you only get one keg sold in. That's even if you co-op the draft handle incentive with your wholesaler. Adding to the costs, the wholesaler has to send in a draft tech or manager to replace the ousted brand for yours. This includes driving to the account, parking time, and the cost of, then visiting the account to clean the line and hook up the new keg. Given the costs to send in a tech to do this, the wholesaler will also lose money by supporting this rotating beverage buffet. What's next? The brewer's special of the day? This rotating game also strains the supplier-wholesaler forecasting estimate, which can result in some long inventory. This will cause your distributor to go lean in future orders, fearing that they might get bitten again. There is no easy fix here, as the account has the power. However, I'm going to present some, uh, some concepts today on ways to deal with this. I've used some of these to my supplier's success. Others are my ideas that may stimulate thought in you. Now, my goal in this podcast series is to challenge you, the listener, to improve upon my experiences, successes, and failures and come up with strategies better than mine to your brand's benefit. So here we go. The on-premise or on-trade account presentation. Let's say you finally got that big presentation at that on-premise account. During the presentation to the owner or buyer, this is, this is regarding draft, discuss and then agree to a minimum monthly volume threshold in kegs. Ask them what volume level would really make them consider keeping your brand on for at least three months. This figure must be defined and agreed to. Next, show and explain the profit per pour that the account will earn by authorizing your draft brand. I know this seems obvious, but many ignore this step. Then show the total revenue generated from each keg. Repeat this figure several times so that the owner or buyer remembers what he or she generates from each of your kegs sold. Next, have a plan on how the brand will be supported after the keg is tapped. This is a must. Share this plan with the buyer. Now, we've talked about these in a number of prior episodes. Barbacks, the forgotten link. After the meeting, ask to speak to the bartenders, barbacks, and waitstaff. Educate these critical gatekeepers and influencers on your brand story, your KDA or key differentiating advantage, 
the authorized brand coming in, the style, and the importance of informing every customer with this information. For those unable to attend, leave a laminated page that delineates these important points. This sheet can be posted in the back of the house. Now, while speaking to this group, make a special request. That is to text you or your sales rep or manager the instant that the keg kicks or empties. The number should be on your business card, the laminated sheet, and on your keg neck label. Inform the team that they will earn points towards a VIP experience at your tap room for doing so. Pay critical attention to the barback in this equation, as he or she is typically the one to switch out empty kegs. Then prepare an Excel spreadsheet with the following columns. Account name, location, buyer owner, brand being poured, monthly volume agreement, and then the tap-in and kick dates. And finally, the rate of sale. Once you've got that ready to go, set up a meeting with the wholesaler. When there, announce to the on-premise sales team the implementation of a Handle Jeopardy report. This tool will be used when an account informs the wholesaler sales rep or your rep that the current handle is in jeopardy of being replaced. I created this tool as a form of handle insurance. The report is a simple form that includes account address, contact details, and a variety of multiple choice reasons as to why the handle may be replaced. I also include space for the rep to fill in with his or her own words. This is a good tool. Provide the sales team with a number for ease of texting. It will be the supplier's job. When I say the sales team, I mean the wholesaler sales team. It will be the supplier's job to respond to the account that day, preferably immediately following notification. You've got to have somebody jump on this. Oftentimes, these handles are salvageable. If not responded to promptly, the handle will more than likely fall to your competition and be rotated. The draft team, a critical component. While at the wholesaler, also meet with the draft team. These are the guys who install your product and are often ignored by suppliers. In this meeting, introduce yourself, the company, your marketing story, KDA, and tell them that you would appreciate their texting your sales rep with the date that your brand gets tapped in at any on-premise account. Inform them how important it is to receive this information, which is then recorded in your master spreadsheet. Also inform them that each time they do this, they'll earn points towards a a VIP experience at your taproom. Proprietary data. I say exploit it. As you receive the tap-in and kick dates, you'll then be able to calculate the account's rate of sale. If this meets or exceeds the agreed-to keg threshold, then forward this good news, including revenue, to the owner and buyer. They will appreciate this as it supports their decision while keeping your brand top of mind and on tap. 
they will also assume that you visited their account. Be sure to remind your wholesaler to keep additional inventory at the account so that the next keg tapped is yours. If the sales rate is below the agreed-to volume, then you'll need to devise a promotional plan to jumpstart trial. This is done through your sales rep, spokesmodel, brand promotion, or ambassadors. If the spokesmodel option is not appropriate for your brand, I've found great success in working with groups that enjoy drinking. You might consider gearheads, who we mentioned in a prior show. These automotive enthusiasts love their cars and craft beer, cider and spirits. They're also brand loyal. They meet regularly at on-premise accounts, such as pizza parlors. Um, They can be presented to by your sales rep and invited to on-premise promotional nights to support your brand. So if the automotive angle doesn't fit, I've had success working with European consular teams that attend monthly networking drinking meetings at on-premise accounts. This can include big chambers of commerces, too. Uh, Once you've gained a rapport with such a group, you can invite them to your next promotion that will significantly support your brand. Heck, I've seen a keg kick in one night with these beer-pounding groups. The account will love your strategic support for their business and remember you. As your spreadsheet populates, inform the accounts of their success. This will deepen the relationship while preserving your real estate. This data can also be used by your sales rep when calling on non-buy accounts who want to know how the brand performs. Now, I would caution against revealing the account's name when sharing this competitive data. Also, use your sales tracking in wholesaler meetings to show brand momentum and prepare for your New Year ABP asks. As the draft tech relationship grows, ask them for new account opening information and possible draft leads at current accounts. This side of the wholesaler equation is often overlooked by suppliers who focus all of their energy and attention on the internal sales force. Remember that new is not always better. So, episode 20, review of of some key points here. The rotation nation, or one-and-done trend, is fueled by consumer demand for choice and supplier innovation. Brewers and suppliers are somewhat to blame here as they forge ahead searching for the next Indianapolis 500 winner. In an effort to downshift the beverage merry-go-round, I've taken a page from the off-premise supermarket channel's minimum stocking parameter category management model. My simplified version for the on-premise focuses on handle slot productivity and the monthly volume agreement between the supplier salesperson and the account buyer. If the two parties can agree on a monthly keg target that will meet with the account's revenue and volume needs, then the supplier will now have a goal that, when achieved, should theoretically preserve the brand's draft handle position. Communicating and educating 
the new placement with the account's gatekeepers and influencers, that being the bartenders, barbacks, and waitstaff, is crucial. This must be done in person by the supplier, rep, or manager. Even better, by you, the owner. I can remember when I went out with Jim Cook in San Francisco and I introduced him to on-premise bar owners. Oh my gosh, the reaction that I got and we always got a new handle. So the, the top person is, is, is great to take out into the accounts and, and then have them educate. The bartenders, barbacks, waitstaff, obviously meet the owners and the buyer. Uh, this presentation should include the marketing story, KDA, and salient selling points on the beverage being tapped. Perhaps even suggest menu food pairings. Your rep should also request that he or she be informed when the keg gets tapped and when it kicks. This request should be made to the bartenders and the bar backs. Where legal, include a taproom incentive to ensure that your rep gets this information. The account must be supported. This can include a pub crawl, networking, gathering, or wholesaler team invitation. Your goal is to water that seed so that it flourishes in the new account. Have one of your team create a spreadsheet so that you can communicate with the accounts where the brand is achieving the target goal. Where it's underachieving, challenge your rep to develop a monthly promotion or feature, uh, or feature strategy to jumpstart trial. These suggestions should provide you with some ideas on how to combat this trend. It's more work for you and your team but imperative in these hyper-competitive times. Thank you for listening. Please check out my website at shinerunnercraftmarketing.com. Feel free to contact me if you're in need of marketing, sales, experiential event, or distribution consulting help at shinerunner at comcast.net. Also check out my book, Craft Beer Marketing and Distribution, Brace for Skumageddon, and hey, we're still looking for more sponsors. This is a very targeted podcast that reaches a great many brewers, distillers, cider makers, wineries, and more. So please consider sponsoring the Shine Runner Show. Join us next time on the Brewing Network Shine Runner Show for episode 21, chatting with Tom McCormick, executive director of the California Craft Brewers Association. <laughs>